Welcome to the Dinner Party Download. This is your icebreaker. Here's a little joke. So a man goes to a doctor, and he says, Doctor, um, I think I'm a moth. And the doctor says, well, you need a psychiatrist. He said, yeah, yeah, I know, but your light was on. I'm Rico Galliano. I'm Brendan Francis Noonan, and this is the Dinner Party Download, the show that helps you win this weekend's dinner party. Although this time around, we have already sort of failed you, actually. Yeah, because we just gave you a joke from author Alexander Maxik to help break the ice. That's right. Great writer, by the way. His new book is called You Deserve Nothing. Yes, but it turns out that the audience deserves an apology because yeah. a few months ago, we had another guest on the show telling the same joke. Mm-hmm. In fact, here it is. So this moth flies into a doctor's office. He sees the doctor says, Doc, you got to help me. And he says, I'm having a hard time. I'm really depressed. I don't know what I'm going to do. You know, can you help me, please? And he says, I can't help you. I'm a, I'm a chiropractor. He says, you need to go see a, a psychiatrist or something. He says, why'd you come in here in the first place? He says, the light was on. David Hidalgo of the band Los Lobos, ladies and gentlemen. Just as mildly funny the second time around. It's I almost think. as though people are running out of bad jokes to tell us, Rico. Oh, no. I hope we haven't reached peak bad joke output on planet Earth. I know. We're, we're going to have to turn to solar jokes. I hope not. <laughs> Wind jokes have already come and gone. <laughs> Anyway, uh, we'll be sure to seek out a fresh icebreaker for you next episode, everybody. But speaking of fresh, this is the last week of the DPD Test Kitchen. As we call it. As we prepare to launch a longer show next week. That is right. For the last few episodes, you, our listeners, have been a huge help giving us feedback and suggesting new ways to cover culture and prepare people for dinner parties. Thank you. We've got two newish segments we created with your input. Take a listen and tell us what you think. First up, a new beefier, tofuier version of small talk. All week long, you've been hearing this. The Occupy Wall Street movement gets a deeper foothold across the U.S. Jobs bill rejected by the U.S. Senate. It's 999. Now for something you haven't heard, we turn to Madeline Brand of The Madeline Brand Show on KPCC in Los Angeles and Patty Hirsch, senior editor of Marketplace, broadcast all over America. Yes, um, there isn't a corner of America that it doesn't penetrate. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> yes. Lucky, lucky America. Wow. All right. On that note, um, Madeline, can you tell us about a penetrating story that you're going to be talking about this weekend? I'm going to title this Pregnant Women Do the Darndest Things. And I think it's a trend story because we have two pregnant women in the news this week doing the darndest things. So one of them Wait, is Bob is... Saget involved? <laughs> Let's hope he's not. Um One of them involves this performance artist named Marnie Kotak in Brooklyn, one of your favorite places on earth, Brendan, who is going to give birth to her baby in a gallery. So her Mm. installation is called The Birth of Baby X. It sounds like a horror movie. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) She's just going to install herself in there, hang out. She's got her grandmother's old bed in there. She's got a rocking chair. She has, you know. Does she have a doula? She has a doula. She does have a doula. She will have a doula. You know what? Baby X is going to be patient X at a psychotherapist in about 14 years. (laughs) Well, no kidding, because she's going to have a second installation after the baby is born. No kidding. A new conceptual work called Raising Baby X. Is she going to, like, raise her in a Skinner box or something in front of (laughs) the assorted hipsters of Brooklyn? My favorite part is the artist's statement, which says, Kotek considers her work in the cultural context of artworks now being referred to as post-ironic. To which I say, please bring back the irony. All right. You said this was a trend, though, Madeline? It is a trend. There's another woman who is a marathon runner at the Chicago—maybe you heard about this—at the Chicago Marathon. She was 39 weeks pregnant— 
running, half running, half walking the marathon, gave birth within hours after crossing the finish line. Whoa. Whoa. Yes. Is that is that like a new method of childbirth? <laughs> That's, yeah, that's called speeding it along. That's extreme. Um, that would be extreme childbirth. Does, does Nike have a pair of sneakers for the child? <laughs> They're just right there. <laughs> she was quoted as saying she is crazy about running. Yeah. I, the first part is exactly. correct. Just the first part, yeah. Wow. So pregnant pregnant women doing the darndest things. Patty, what are you going to be talking about? How can you top that? Well, I'm just glad to hear that people are giving birth because in America, we're actually giving birth to fewer babies. Really? Yeah, because of the economy. It seems that uh, Americans gave birth to 4.3 million babies in 2007, right, right. just before the recession kicked in. And they're all unemployed, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, You'd hope that on. the babies are unemployed. <laughs> and, uh, so, but since then, our, our birth rate has dropped. It's this year, it's, uh, or last year, it was down to 4 million only. This is because of the economy? Yeah, they think that, I mean, that, well, there's a, there's a clear correlation between lower birth rates and economic distress. But first of all, let's correct your numbers, 4 million and 1 considering the performance artist in Brooklyn. Well, no, well, no <laughs> this is right. 2010 we're talking about. Right. I, I do ha I have something to add to this. I actually covered a story when the crash first happened, when I was reporting for Marketplace, where people were wondering whether the birth rate would go down or actually whether it would spike because people would be spending more time at home yeah, looking for an inexpensive way to entertain themselves. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing is that uh, you're so stressed out when you're unemployed exactly. or yeah. the economy is so stressful that you have fewer fewer kids. I mean, it's the it's the absolute reverse of a baby boom. Are you saying there, there are performance issues <laughs> I'm sure there are performance issues involved. I mean, in that story, by the way, I did find that when the crash first happened, supposedly sales of marital aids, as they say, did climb. Huh. What's a marital aid? What is a marital aid? It's a wedding ring. <laughs> Things you might use to entertain yourself in the boudoir. Oh. <laughs> the boudoir. I like that. Boudoir is a French word. We can use that on public radio. I'm going to need a, um, a grammatical aid. Yeah. Uh, Madeline Brand, Patty Hirsch, thank you so much for the small talk. You're welcome. It's a pleasure. Man, a lot of baby talk there. Yeah, it was, it was weird. We Although, didn't even plan that. Well, that's true, but we are giving birth to a longer show, that's so it right. makes sense. Oh, I can't wait to burp our new show. You know, put it in one of those <laughs> SUV-sized strollers, take it to the park, show it sure. off. Sure. Actually, a double <laughs> SUV-sized stroller, because the show will be an hour long. It, it will be. It's a fat audio it baby. It will be a big one, yes. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, as usual... We would love to hear your thoughts on that segment. Send us comments, kudos, musical tributes, whatever, <laughs> via dinnerpartydownload.org. But before you do, take a listen to another new segment we're trying out here. Uh, you know, we usually end the show with One for the Road, a song we suggest you listen to on the way to or on the way from your weekend's dinner party. Yep. What if we invited a guest to give their dinner party soundtrack suggestions? Well, it just so happens. <laughs> what we, do you know? Well, we have what, an example well, there. What if we did that? The lauded <laughs> Swedish electronica band Little Dragon is on tour in the U.S. for the rest of October. And when they swung through L.A. this week, we taped this. Hi, my name is Yukimi. I sing in Little Dragon. And these are the songs that I would play at my dinner party. Neil Young, Old Man. It's a classic, obviously. Coming from Sweden, we, we have a lot of beautiful melancholy because of our weather and, you know, our dark, long winters. My dinner parties are a little bit more Swedish style. Oh man, look at my life. I'm a lot like you were. Oh man, look at my life. I'm a lot like you were. He was really 
young at the time, but he feels really kind of wise in that song in a beautiful way. I've been first and last. Look at how the time goes past. But I'm all alone at last, rolling home to you. Hopefully it won't bring them down like crying, depressed. It can be melancholic, it can be sad, but it doesn't have to be a negative thing. So sentimental maybe is the word. Number two would be Prince Crazy You. One of my all-time favorite songs is from his first album. As much as I love Kiss and Diamonds and Pearls, anyway, you know all his hits, but, but this one is, is special for me. listen to an album and you feel like you're almost in someone's space because uh, it's very intimate. It's just him and a guitar and it takes you somewhere. I think that song is so good. If I was at a dinner party, it would make me sing along. I don't know if that's appropriate, but... Number three is Ariel Pink's Haunted Graffiti. The song is called Nevermore. The music is pretty sweet, but at the same time poppy and psychedelic. There are a bunch of little harmonies to discover in the song. Definitely, I think, kind of loosen people up, get people talking. Maybe someone spontaneously gets up on the table and starts dancing some kind of free dance, tasting the meals, rubbing it all over their bodies, and I don't know. I don't mind a psychedelic dinner party, why not? And that's the Psychedelic Dinner Party download for this week. <laughs> you know, I often feel like I'm still attending a psychedelic dinner party that I went to like eight years ago. That explains a lot. That's right. <laughs> uh, folks, Pass the string beans. <laughs> people, starting next week, behold the birth of our fat hour-long audio baby. Oh, man. Featuring guest of honor Antonio Banderas. We're, never, we're not going to have a good night's sleep ever again. Nope. And may we remind you that we'd like to feature you in future episodes. Alongside Antonio, perhaps. Perhaps. If you're at a dinner party this weekend and have etiquette questions for us, an awesome anecdote someone just told, a secret for great drinks, anything, or even yes. just shout at us, yeah, give us a call, leave a message, and we might put it on the show. Our RSVP hotline, a.k.a. the phone at my cubicle, <laughs> is 213-621-3554. The assistant producer of Dinner Party Download is Jackson Musker. Yay, Jackson. Thanks this week to Ravi Carmen, Chris Clark, Brendan Willard, Peter Clowney, Ellen Gettler, and Craig Curtis. See you next time. Bon appetit.
This baby is unmanageable! He keeps drinking all of our gin! Oh no. What now? He found the cocktail swords. 